Ladies and gentlemen, I was just scrolling on Facebook before I started this episode, and I just stumbled upon something that's too good to be true. I'm I'm officially, this is it. I'm starting it. Welcome to episode 80. Play the intro. Hurry up. They need to know this. This is the What Are We Doing podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Steakums. Right here, one want free steakums for a year. Tap now to enter for our National Cheese Steak Month sweepstakes for a chance to win frozen beef or $5,000. And they've got merch. They've got a shirt. They've got a steakums blanket. I almost bought the steakums blanket when it came out. Welcome to episode 80. I'm signing up for the National Cheese Steak Month Sweepstakes at Steakums. I want, you look, cheese steaks are delicious. We need way more than just one day to celebrate them. That's why we're turning National Cheese Steak Day, March 24th, into National Cheese Steak Month with a ton of beefy giveaways, including Steakums t-shirts, Steakums beef sheets for your bed, how disgusting. First of all, hey, by the way, how disgusting. <laughs> beef sheets. I need Steakums beef sheets for my purple mattress. There's nothing better than a pair of fresh beef sheets to lay on when you go to sleep at night on your purple mattress. Or you could win a year's worth of Steakums and a grand prize of $5,000. Listen, get your priorities straight. Hey, who, listen, five grand? Five grand? I just got off the phone with Paul. We're making five grand this week. I don't need five grand. What I do need is a year's worth of Steakums. What I do need is a set of Steakum beef sheets for my bed. What I do need is a Steakums t-shirt in my life to wear on this podcast. I need five grand. I mean, yeah, five grand be nice. I'm not complaining about five grand. To enter for a shot at winning one of these amazing prizes, it says amazing, by the way, U-M-M-A-Z-I-N-G prizes. Submit your name and info on the form between March 1st and 24th. Oh, yeah, you must be a U.S. resident and at least 18 ages to enter. Best of luck. I mean, the odds be forever in your... F Best of luck and may the odds be forever in your favor is what the website says. My first name is Levi. My last name is McCurty. My age, you'll never know, dude. 25 to 34, you guess what it is. Email address. What email address do we want to use? The what are we doing podcast at gmail.com. Email us, dude. The what are we doing podcast at gmail.com. Email us anything a virus, Bitcoin, a video, a message, a story, a picture, whatever it is, email us the what are we doing podcast at gmail.com. And if it's appropriate, we'll show it on the show. We'll air it. We'll make a bit about it. We'll do something. We'll read it. I don't know. Whatever it is, we'll do something with it. Email us 
the what are we doing podcast at gmail.com street address you'll never know at rainbow street lane state zip code preferred steakums retailer um okay here's a list of supermarkets i see okay 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 i do uh let's see wegmans wise markets um giant is that a thing giant giant food giant food heck yeah send me some steakum emails about special offers and guess what dude newsflash i'm not a robot enter to win your subscription has been successful we're in baby we're in we're about to win five grand worth of cash and or frozen steak and or beef sheets and or a t-shirt we have to win we have to win and what we'll probably do is i have eight more well i have like an infinite amount more of email addresses so i'll probably enter a few more times not right now so welcome to episode 80 dude it's a doozy woozy one and we were going to start off the episode with this, but the freaking Steakums beef giveaway was a little bit more important. So here's the latest uh, from TikTok. This is what we're dealing with in society. I nanny a six, nine and 12 year old. And yesterday I had to take the six year old to a birthday party and be back in time to get the nine year old to gymnastics. But traffic was crazy and I was running late. Um, so the six, the nine-year-old has an iPad, so I tried to call her on it, she didn't have it with her, so the 12-year-old just got his own phone, so I called him, and I was like, go tell your sister, and of course he was annoyed. Anyway, I go back to the house. So far, it sounds like she's a terrible babysitter. So far, it sounds like she can't get a hold of or not know where any of the kids are. Hey, lady, isn't your job to watch the kids? And so none of the kids are picking up their iPads. They call them on, you can call them on the phone, call them on the iMessage, call them on the number, whatever. None of the kids are picking up. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do when none of the kids you're supposed to be babysitting are literally anywhere to be found? I don't know what's going to happen next. I'm not entirely sure. I don't know. Let's see. I hope she finds them. And Mira, the nine-year-old, is like, they need to come up with, like, like a phone that's for the whole family that stays in the house. So if you need any person in the house, you can call that phone. Like it's not one person's number. It's just the whole family. I was like, that is an amazing idea. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. She has a point. What if instead, what if we take this a step further? What if we put one of these in each room of the house? Okay. So we have a phone dedicated to the house. So anytime this dedicated phone number rings, this phone rings, but we have multiple phones. So in multiple rooms, like what if your toddler's upstairs and the phone's downstairs, they're not going to hear it. So they're not going to pick it up anyways. So you maybe have one on the second floor, one on the first floor, maybe one in the basement, maybe not, maybe just two, maybe three, maybe like a three or four piece set like a wireless system so that when like maybe when they all ring, we assign the same phone number to each of the phones. And so when someone calls that number, they all ring. And then maybe just like, so the batteries don't die. Maybe we just have them like plugged in. Let's see. Maybe we just have them plugged in the whole time. 
But, okay, hear, hear me out. So, you know how we're always, like, losing the remote right. and stuff? For this phone... We never lose our remote, and I'll tell you why. My remote has a freaking Apple AirTag attached to it. If your remote doesn't have an Apple AirTag attached to it, you're you're not winning in life. Go right now to Best Buy, Walmart, Target, Apple.com, wherever, Amazon, doesn't matter. For literally like 20 or $30, you can get an Apple AirTag if you have an iPhone. If you don't, well, I'm sorry. You know, I'm really sorry. But if you do, go get an AirTag and attach it to the remote. And when you lose it, you click one button and it starts dinging. If it's in a five foot radius, it'll tell you exactly where it is. I've used that air tag on my remote so many times, so many times, and it has found it every time in its glory. It's been in the couch cushion under something over there, over there, over there. Who knows how it got there? But guess what? The air tag told me exactly where it was. Now, we don't need to put the air tags on the phone because. Let's attach it to a cord, maybe like stick it on the wall. So that if there's an emergency, we can always find it. Um, it can't leave the house. Nope. Um, Stays it's, there. It's for the whole family. So we're not techie people. We don't know how to like invent things. Um, but if you're like a developer of stuff, reach out because we think it's an awesome idea and maybe a moneymaker. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So hear me out. I mean, this is great. We need to get our, I think on Shark Tank right away. I don't know if we need a Kickstarter. I don't know if we need an Indiegogo. I don't know what we need to do, but we need to get in contact with her. She has a point. It's a phone with its own number. It'll be separate from your iPhone, from the tablets, from everything. Cause those, they, they die. They're in the car. They're out with their friends. They're not, a, they're not listening. They, they're listening to music. They don't want to answer the phone. They're listening to music. So if we have a phone that's separate and then just a cable that would like attach the phone to the wall. So like it would constantly be charging. And because it's attached to the wall plugged in, like it's not going to get lost. What you don't need to unplug it. It's just permanently plugged in. And then it just stays in the house. It's separate from the iPad. It's separate from the phone. It's a house. I mean, you could, it's, it's a phone number for the house. So in like, in case of an emergency or for like when they're not answering their iPad, what do you do? You know what I mean? So we get something that's like permanently attached to the house. That way, when they don't answer, it's like we, we're golden, right? I mean, she has in the in the caption, Apple, Google, Amazon, like get in touch for this opportunity. Like she's reached out to tech company, right? Because I don't know how to build it either. I mean, I can't, if I knew how to build a phone, I'd have like a, you know, a nothing pro too, and I'd be selling it to thousands of people. Like, but I can't make a phone like mobily, let alone something that would be like permanently attached to the house with its own dedicated like a line or like and plugged in and on the wall like it would have to be a whole product i don't know anything about product design or technology you don't we don't either you know what i mean so like if you know anyone who would like want to invest or come up with like a way to do this reach out i'm reaching out to weirdo chicken um and we're probably maybe we'll like spear the head this project together i think it's a shark tank idea so maybe we'll try to get on there you know what I mean? I think it's a great idea. I think, I think if someone came up with a way to somehow give us a phone that was just dedicated to like, you know, like your house, uh, then it would be, I think it would be great. I think it would be great, dude. So I'm a, I'm a Twitch streamer now. First of all, I'm a Twitch streamer now. 
don't know how it happened. One day I just kind of created an account and then I kind of made a thing in OBS and then I kind of hooked up a controller and kind of downloaded a game and then I kind of hit go live. And then like, um, my friend Paul showed up and that was a blast. And I think a spam bot might've showed up and that was a blast. And then like, I had an itch to do it again a week later. And that was like this week. And that was a freaking blast because the second time my friend Jeff showed up and then that was so much fun. And then I was like, Hey, why don't we do it the next day? And Jeff was like, yo bet. And so then I went to his stream that night. And then like the next day I did it again and he showed up again. And then Paul showed up. So not only did I have Jeff and Paul in the chat with me, we got rated dude. My third day as a pro video gamer on Twitch, we get rated. So those three guys rated us and now I have those followers. So we're up five followers. I created a YouTube channel for the Twitch account, uploaded the past streams and those videos haven't been promoted at all. And they're just getting views, baby. We're just getting views. And so if you know about it, you know about it, you see it, you see it. And if you want to follow us on Twitch, just search for um, WADPOD or like WAD Gaming. I think it's WADPOD is our username, W-A-W-D-P-O-D wad pod and uh find us on twitch sometimes i don't have a schedule yet i don't know what we're doing i'm playing pokemon red i'm playing a randomizer nuzlocke of pokemon red and i mean it's probably one of the most nerdiest but at the same time awesomest things i've ever done i'm having so much fun my friends are in the chat with me i got to figure out how to get the chat on the screen i don't have my chat on screen yet but I have a layout, I have my face, I have the microphone, I have the game, I have the thing, I have the the emoji, I have the Pokemon on the screen that I'm catching, I'm having a freaking blast, and I'm a Twitch streamer now. And so add it to my resume, my never-ending list of stuff I gotta do, my never-ending list of things, of businesses to run, hobbies to maintain, a family, a four-year-old, my son just turned four, now that's a whole new challenge, and I've decided to start a new career as a Twitch streamer, and I think I'm winning. I'm winning the game. Now listen, did we lose some Pokemon? Yes. Was it strategic? No. Was I distracted by the fact that I was getting raided on day three and thought I was, you know, like I'm basically a Twitch streamer now? You know, it's crazy. So I'm having a blast. If you're into the whole Twitch thing, or if you just wanna follow the channel for support, even if you don't watch or whatever, maybe you watch and show up. I'm pretty sure our username is twitch.tv backslash wadpod. Just follow us there, dude. You'll see the picture, you know it's us. I think our past stream's up there where you could find the YouTube channel if you want. If you're interested, I'm not gonna plug it. I might link it in the description, I might not. I don't know, if you find it, you find it. If you don't, you don't. It is what it is, but it's fun, dude. It's so much fun. Um, streaming on Twitch. I never knew. I never knew. I mean, I I've streamed before. I did like the whole live trivia thing over COVID. That was a blast. And like, so I've, I've had a taste of it and I've done it before, but I mean, it's been, um, it's been pretty fun. It's been pretty fun playing some Pokemon in 2023 on Twitch. And I'm just like, I'm having a blast and we're having a great time here in, uh, in the new year. So I'm so glad you guys are here with me. The podcast is doing great. Our YouTube numbers are insane. I just told Paul, I'm pretty sure we did like 25 to 35,000 views over like the last week or two on YouTube shorts. I'm pretty sure. I mean, our total views on the channel are like, like 200, like 280,000. I think it's something insane. 
Like it's over a quarter of a million. So that's crazy. You know, um, that's, that's absolutely insane. But our content game's been off the charts lately, huh? Off the charts. Just numbers off the charts on all the channels, on all fronts. So I'm excited. I'm having fun. We're having a blast over here. And I found this story, and I mean, it doesn't quite get as good as this. I mean, when you're talking about true love and what it does and where it goes and, uh, you know, how it takes shape in the world is an interesting story every time. And I want you guys... I want you guys to meet the Totos. And the Totos have been together for 57 years. And I just really think that their story is um, is worthwhile. It's really worthwhile. And I think you'll you'll really enjoy the 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 love story that they have for one another. And um, it's just I think it's great. Wow. I think it's great. It's an unusual gallery. Everything you see is a memory about a very unusual but happy couple it's a love story this year tony and francis toto will celebrate i don't know why their audio is is back and forth left and right i apologize if it's fucking with years because it's messing with mine some rough time when tony says they had a rough time he's putting it mildly the year was 1983 they had a rough time tony and francis had four kids and a pizza shop but then tony strayed from the marriage and francis found out so you decided you were going to kill your husband. Yeah. What happened next was like something. First of all, wait a minute. Okay. So they just revealed that, you know, they're married. They have three or four kids. He owns a pizza shop. His name's Tony. Of course he has a pizza shop. I don't know why his name has to be Tony to own a pizza shop, but that just makes sense to me. Uh, and so Tony has a pizza shop and he got a little frisky outside of the marriage. And like, you know, it's, we give him a pass. It's fine. It happens sometimes. I get it. I get it. I get it. He was only like, you know, 80, 82, 83, 84, 85. He was only like 87% in on like his wife at the time. And so he strayed from the marriage and he thought, why not, you know, why not, uh, why not get a little in the bag of the pizza shop? And his wife found out. And so, um, then they dropped the bomb that says, uh, his wife, was so pissed about it. She uh, she decided she was gonna hire some guys to come and murder her husband. And she goes, "Yeah, not even that. Not even that." Play her audio back. What happened? Hold on, play her audio back. Four kids and a pizza shop. But then Tony strayed from the marriage, and Francis found out. So you decided you were gonna kill your husband? Yeah. What happened? Yeah, yeah. Like something out of the movie. He's the pizza man. Holy shit. thought so too, turning the Toto's troubles into a feature film called I Love You to Death. While not everything in the movie is accurate, Francis did hire teenage hitmen to help her try to kill Tony five times, including failed attempts to blow up his car and attack him with a baseball bat. Fellas, let this be a lesson to you. If you cheat on your wife, she will hire... The teenage boys that she's probably sleeping around with, but she's not telling you about at the same time. She will hire them, give them presumably a couple hundred dollars to either blow up your car, beat the shit out of you with a baseball bat or worse. Okay. If you cheat on your wife, she will attempt to murder you. 
unless you found the 5% that will not do such a thing, good for you. But if you haven't, just know, fellas, you know, look at your wife right now. Look at your wife right now. If you look at your wife right now, look her dead in the eyes, and if you think for a hard second, if you cheated on her, what would happen if she found out? You know for a fact, murder would most likely not be off the table. She would most likely consider it. She would most likely consider it at some point. At some point, she'll most likely consider killing you when she finds out you may or may not have strayed from the vows that you gave her on your wedding day. One night, Francis put a bottle of sleeping pills in Tony's food, and then the hitman shot him. Twice, one in the back of my head, the one, and then the bullet went right through the chest. And the one in his head is still there. I don't or, or she'll try to overdose you. She'll try to straight up Epstein you, baby. She'll try to take you into the jail cell where you're supposed to be alone and can't possibly kill yourself, and boom, bam, you're dead asleep. You fall asleep, you have a heart attack in your sleep from all the sleeping pills, and they think you died of old age and they don't think anything of it. Or maybe they think it was just a suicide because you took so many pills, or they found out it doesn't matter. She tried to overdose him. And then while he was on such a heavy dose of sleeping pills, the thugs came in to finish the job, shot him once in the back of the head and once in the back, and Tony is now dead. Just kidding. I don't think I was thinking straight. It was like a love-hate kind of a thing. Because yeah, no shit, bitch. She wasn't thinking straight. Listen to me. If Meg's ever, if Meg's ever, now listen, if I cheat, it's my fault. But if for any other reason Meg's ever said, I don't think I was thinking straight when I told those guys to shoot you in the back of the head. You know what I mean? Hey. Because of the pills, Tony's system slowed down. Oh, he was shit. in a daze and says he didn't feel a <gasps> thing, believing Francis when she told him he had the flu. After five days, police found out about the plot and arrested Francis and the teenage hitman. Tony spent 12 days in the hospital. The first thing he did when he was discharged was bail out Francis. And then we both cry and uh, we said to each other, you know, for now on, let's talk, let's talk. Let's communicate better. Something that we should have done before. So that's what was missing. Tony and Francis <laughs> that tearful moment. Let that be a lesson. Let that be a lesson. Let that be a lesson. You cheat on your wife. She tries to kill you. The sleeping pill she gives you numbs your body and whatever else stops your blood flow, slows it down. Your blood's so thick that the bullets are, that you're fine. They get you to the hospital. You're fine. In and out of surgery, a bullet in your brain, you're going to be fine for the rest of your life. Don't worry about it. She goes to jail for a few years. You bail her out, but she honestly, she goes to jail for a few years because it was a crime, unfortunately. They talk every day on the phone while she's in jail, and then she gets out. And now they've been together for 57 years. Let that be a lesson, folks. It's not all that bad if your wife tries to kill you. You cheat, she attempts murder, she either gets away with it or not, and if she doesn't, there might be a way to fix it. Let that be a lesson for all you cheaters out there, okay? And I mean, it's a, it's a love story. And honestly, the bottom line is, Communication's key. If you're not communicating with your partner, 
she's going to shoot you in the back of the head. Talk to your partner or they'll shoot you in the back of the head is the underlining message here. Uh, I had a brief conversation with my buddy Paul and uh, I recorded some of it. Some of it was fun. Most of it was business. But here's a clip uh, from my conversation with Paul this week. Uh, we love him to death. And uh, we had a blast. We have a blast talking every Friday. So some of it gets turned into a podcast. Some of it doesn't. Some of it he knows about and some of it he doesn't either. But it's okay because it's me. And he knows. And he knows. And it's fine. And uh, so enjoy some of this conversation. Me and Paul rocked it out. Another successful week. Another amazing episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for the continued support. Here's a little bit of my conversation with, uh, with Paul this week. Check it out. The comment section's been popping off, by the way. I mean, the most recent one, um, hold on, the most recent one was great. Most recent one, um, uh, dude, use your testes. Um, that one was good. Uh, oh, oh, I posted a clip of um, you pretty much saying that Andor is hands down the best uh, Star Wars TV show ever. And young Blake uh, commented and said, no one cares. And I said, I, I thanked him and I said, uh, we'll course correct for next time. Um, and, um, oh, the bit, I used the bit. This is hilarious. I used the bit that Justin Bieber couldn't make it, right? And so, um, this guy, his screen name's Gaming Idiots. He's commented on my last like four video clips that I've posted. Still no Justin with a question mark because he's waiting for Justin Bieber to show up and just playing along with the bit. I, I hope he's one of your friends. I hope it's just one of your friends and we find out who it is. Um, oh, here's one. The one I posted titled, My Father Would Have Definitely Turned Me Into a Nut uh, Who Stormed the Capitol. Um, someone commented, I disown you too. Uh, so that was fun. <laughs> You know, it's like... Yeah, people, uh... It's so funny to me. I guess it's just, like, you know, you're putting content out. It's just funny yeah. to me to be, like... Like, you know, when I came into your Discord, or your uh, chat from Switch to like, I'm just messing with people. I'm just, like, saying stuff. It's like, but, like, to seriously go and it was dope. like, mad at someone else you don't know on the internet is, like, such a funny... It's just, it's just a funny thought. Yeah, but, like, the Twitch chat yesterday was fucking dope, dude. We got raided by, like... Yeah, how did that happen? Why did we, that happen? So, so, Twitch has a thing where, like, when you're done... And I guess I have to do it now to, like, return the favor. But Twitch has a thing. When you're done streaming, you you raid another channel, which means, you, you know, because all of your watchers are still, like, on Twitch, and you're done streaming, so they need something else to watch. So you raid another channel which essentially puts all of your viewers on that person's channel. So it boosts their numbers and keeps all those people still watching on Twitch. Oh, cool. They get new followers. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, it's like, um, you know, it's just, it's like, a, it's just like a way to like kind of, so now like all those guys, they follow me now. So next time I go live, those guys get a notification. Oh, that's cool. Right. So and they were like they were like Pokemon nerds, so they'll right. probably be they'll probably be back. Right, exactly. And that's like okay. that's and that's probably why he raided me. Me, and... me saying they were Pokemon nerds and me being like, Oh, I know the defense of this one. Yeah. 
Right, of course. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I, 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 well, I thought you were being serious. I mean, I didn't. Oh, I would never. Have been. I didn't know that. Right. Exactly. It's like it's, it's like yeah. I, I like I like my Pokemon. But dude, I, like, also Gen one, like I stopped like after like I don't know whatever. There, there was like a cut off where I didn't follow it anymore yeah. for a while until like basically getting a switch. But also, dude, it's like I'm having so much fun. Like the not only just like the game aspect, like I honestly like I'm having a hard time not playing the game. Like I want to continue in the game because of how much fun I'm having. But also like, dude, my buddy Jeff showed up who lives in Florida, who's now moving back here. So he'll probably be on the pod and like Pokemon Red, Yellow and Blue were like. When did they come out? Like ninety ninety six. I want to say. I, mean, I like know I had them in elementary school. Pokemon. Good release. Or was it? When did Yellow come out? Because I had I played Yellow actually the most. Where you start with Pikachu. Japan in nineteen ninety eight. Australia in nineteen ninety nine. North America nineteen ninety nine. Europe yeah. in two thousand. I only sold my cartridge of Yellow like a couple years ago. Wow. Like, I had it, because I still had a Game Boy for a while, and then my, my Game Boy stopped working, so I was like, why do I still have these games? Right. But, uh, I, yellow was, yellow was cool. I have a word in with the local, we have a, we have, um, we have a local game store here in Mechan- Probably the only thing, probably the only place in Mechanicsburg I'm going to miss when I eventually leave this place of shit is, is Camp Hill Play and Trade. Because they're like, you know, they're just like a mom and pop, like, but they they have like a small little knit community. They get trade-ins like every freaking day of retro and new shit. Every other day, they're either getting like a retro Nintendo console and a bunch of games, a GameCube and a bunch of games, a PS5 and a bunch of games. They get all types of shit all day, every day. And like, it's awesome. And I love going there because they've sold me the last like three Nintendo 64s I've bought. So... And I have a word in with them if, and I mean, I follow their, their pages religiously because they always post when they get trade-ins, but anytime a Nintendo 64 comes in and now because I desperately, because of this streaming thing, I just want a translucent purple Game Boy Color and a version of Pokemon Gold inside of it in my hands and I want to play it. And that's all I want. And it, I, I told them, I'm like, I know it's like a rare and you're probably never going to get it. But if you ever get one of these traded in, you call me immediately and I'll be there in 10 minutes. And now whoever runs their Facebook page is like bet. So, um, yeah, that's uh, I'm waiting. I know it goes in purple because they, they, they had that and the um, the N64 system that yep. was that and the controller too those are so cool like that was probably 1999 2000 the translucent purple game boy you saw that circuit's awesome um yeah i i, I would i had the um because it was a game boy color that was that one right yes oh you still have that one yes 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 do you have the controller that matches that come on i i actually never had i have like red green Gray, yep. blue. Yep. I don't have the translucent one though. I have, like yep. all like the standard color. I know. I, I I I ordered this one on eBay a few years back because I just I needed it. I needed it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like a piece of. It's like that and the because uh, there was like a remember the Apple G tiers that had that yes. same thing. Yes, I want one of those so bad. I want one of those uh, so bad. Who who didn't answer our text? So we figure out Austin has one. Does he? That's cool. 
He has like a turquoise yeah. one. Yeah, that's neat. That, like he, I think he got it like recently. So cool. He's like I want this. So cool. As like just like getting you just as a thing like have in your room because yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he 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 likes old Macs. He like buys old Macs and like does stuff with them. Like he's uh-huh. them in like servers. And I stuff want before. to. I desperately. I want to do two things, and I know I can do it like super cheap. I just need to find the time and sit down and figure it out. I want to take the old school 2009-2010 Mac Pros, and I want to make a coffee table out of two of them. And I want to make uh, just just like tower one. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It just looks like it looked like a PC tower with a disk drive. Right. Yeah. And it has in and the 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 top is kind of like curved in, but because it has the two handles, and you yeah, can, so I want to get sit cool. I want a piece of wood that just like you know, and then maybe like rise and rise or whatever. I don't know. It'd be neat. And then I also want to get another one and just deck it out. Like with the top of the line processor that it can handle, as men the graphics cards. I know it has like two or three slots. You can put like twelve terabytes of hard drives in there, and because it has to be HHD, they're cheap anyways. And you can like I know I've watched YouTubers max out like an old 2010 Mac Pro for like five hundred bucks, and it's like a friggin' speed machine. Like you would never know because of it's just it's a friggin' yeah. it's like a it's like a hundred and twenty eight gig processor. But because it's from 2014, it only costs us like 80 bucks, (laughs) you know? Yeah, that would be, I kind of want to see what that, I want to see if someone's made a table like that too. Oh, they have. I've seen, oh, I've definitely seen um, like Mac Pro coffee table. It's definitely a thing. Oh, yeah, here we go, here we go. Yeah, like that. Uh, Yeah, that looks great. Sick, dude. This is like... This is very much the kind of thing that, like, if Ooh. we ran a tech startup, yeah, we would probably have in our office for space. sure. And you know what else too? I want there one of go. them. I want at least one of them to work, and I want to run like a display cable and the power cable like inside or down or hidden or under a carpet or somewhere, so like no one can see it. And I want that to like maybe be attached to like the TV. And then that could be like a little media server or like an emulator or something for. Like- or you could just use the housing of the Mac Pro and put something modern inside of it, like. Or you could, dude, you could okay use the housing and have like a Raspberry Pi inside. Right, of it. right, right, right. Something like the yeah, 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 yeah. And then you just yeah. Do yeah. I have my streaming Raspberry Pi? Yeah. Dude, I made um like five or six years ago just because I was bored. I I found a YouTube tutorial and ordered everything I needed off of eBay. I took a Raspberry Pi and retrofitted an NES game cartridge to fit inside of it. And so, like, the front of the cartridge uh, where you would, like, plug it into the NES is where you would plug in the controllers, and the back of it was where, like, the power and the, you know, and the, the display cable were. And so my NES cartridge was a little mini emulation station uh, you know, thing that you could just you know take anything Dude, yeah, and plug it in. I, I love stuff like that, man. That's like I see, there's like on the um on the R Nintendo is it R Nintendo or R one of the Nintendo yeah. Switch subreddits. It yeah. might just be R Nintendo. People do really cool stuff where they make like they build custom docks that encase the Switch dock, so it like right. looks like right. something. From like there's there are dudes who've done like a translucent purple switch dock. Yep. But they'll yep. take all the components out 
and make it look like that. Yeah. I love like rehousing and hiding things that are different things. And that's like, uh, I've never done it. One, uh, one that I've always wanted to do and I don't have the space to do right now is like get like an old upright piano, mm-hmm. rip all the guts out and then put an electric piano in it so you don't have to tune it ever, but you get the look of like an old piano. Okay. I, I, I I I I've seen people do that before. I'm like, that looks so cool to have. I feel like, oh, like yeah. I feel like the piano community is like hate hating you right now because yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ripping all the history, tearing apart the history. Like digital piano, but it'd be so it, like it looks the part of an yeah. right piano, but you never have to tune it, and you get like all the functionality of electric. I didn't tell you. Oh, let me start the story off by one final YouTube comment, and then this will lead into a story that I should have promised you uh, weeks ago. So someone on my YouTube video, when I, I posted a clip of me saying something about my dad or whatever, and someone said, um, you know, you, I, 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 I had it good because um, he was, you know, whipped as a boy on his father's farm. And I said, yeah, but have you ever been taken out front to be kicked by one of your donkeys after not eating your vegetables? And he didn't respond back, which then leads me into the story that you don't believe that I was once in my life a donkey farmer. And I'm here to tell you that after... After my father moved us out of my stepmom's condo in Harrisburg, they moved to this lovely, lovely property in Edders, which I realize now would only take about less than $100,000 to turn into a bomb-ass wedding venue. So I'm kind of pissed they don't have the property anymore, but it's fine. It's fine. In the front yard, we had an acre of property. Then there was the house. And in the back, we had two acres. In the front yard, my father spent about ten grand putting a fence up. It was probably like twenty or thirty, but he put a fence up. And inside that fence, he retrofitted the barn that was in the front, fixed up a little bit. We had three standard-sized donkeys and one miniature donkey named Rico. And it was my job every Do you day. Have photos of these guys? Um, somewhere I'll have to find them. I I can probably dig it out somewhere. My sister can pro- actually. My sister is talking to my father. I think actively we might be able to get a photo. I'll get you a I photo. Like see this, yeah, I'll get you photo evidence. And so Rico was a little miniature donkey. He tried to ride him, and he tried to kick you off, but he wasn't strong enough, so he, he wouldn't make it. His legs wouldn't make it off the ground because he was so small. Uh, so it was my chore every Saturday morning, every Saturday evening, every Sunday morning, and every Sunday evening to go out, wash the water bins, feed the donkeys their kibble, go clean the stalls. I had to get all the poop out of there. I had to make sure their toys and all their balls in the field were organized, make sure the gates were closed. If the grass was looking a little short, I had to move the donkeys from the one fence to the other fence into the other yard to let that grass grow and let them eat the other grass. Now, the chores didn't stop there because the two goats that we had living in the backyard just had babies, little twins, Jack and Jill. So I got to go check on them, give them their bottles, give them their food, change their water. I, for like three to four years from like, I don't know, what was it, 14, 15? From like 14 to 15 all the way to about 17 years old. Yeah, three to four years. I We had donkeys in the front and we had uh, goats in the back and we had a rooster. And every morning at 7 a.m. he would cock-a-doodle-fucking-do. I at no point in time could relate to this at all in any way because I think... But that was only half my life. That was only half my life because every other week I was at mom's house, which was literally 10 minutes down the road, and there was no livestock to be found. (laughs) 
And so that is a, uh, it's such a foreign idea. It's, you know, there was farms around, like we saw farms, but yeah. I mean, you just saw, there's, there's no farmland where I grew up. Right. It's just right. right. No, no. And we were supposed to you would like be around, I think. Yeah. It was Edders, Edders, Pennsylvania. We lived right on this really sharp corner and every other, every other week, every other month or so, another idiot would wrap his car around the guardrail right outside of the barn. So every every morning when we were feeding the donkeys, there'd be an ambulance and a tow truck and either someone, you know, getting taken away on a backboard because they broke their neck because they went around the turn that has all the signs that says slow down 20 miles an hour going fucking 70. And so it happened every other week. But other than that, take two steps to the left and you're in fucking uh, the McCurdy's donkey farm. And it was great. It was great. My friends came over. We, we we let them, you could pet the donkeys, you could come over, you could feed my donkey, you could ride my donkey if you wanted. You want to come over and pet my donkey? Like, w- w- talk about a fucking first date in high school. Hey, baby, come over and pet my donkey. That's sentence. That's, you want to yeah, come it, ride it, my donkey? Like, come on over. To... Come on over and pet my goat. You know what I mean? My rooster's yeah. out back. You want to see my rooster? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it sounds like, it sounds like you're saying... But like then they show up and it's like no that's actual work. Oh no, I am. Yeah. <laughs> like no, like this is my rooster. His name's Larry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is Larry. You have names for all of them. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, Jack and Jill uh, were and the goats. And the rooster. Then the rooster. I don't know. I don't think the rooster. I don't know if the rooster had a name. Come on, if you're the donkey. Rico. Rico was the mini donkey. The standards. I might have been like princess. Might have been one because my little sister Asia probably named it. It was just, bro, it was a time to be alive. It was their own little fucking oasis. They didn't give a shit. And now that I realize there's a property at the end of the driveway, which were technically our neighbors, and it was just this tiny little house, couldn't have been one or two bedrooms. Tiny little, like, literally 500 square foot house. Like, no more than 50 grand it could have cost to live there. And it would have been perfect to buy that, fix up the barn, extend it, pave the rest of the front of the house so you have a parking lot make it a wedding venue in the front the house can be the getting ready put something in the back for like a reception ceremony area another getting ready location and then the house at the end of the driveway is corpo it would have been great ladies and gentlemen my name is levi mccurdy this has been another episode of the what are we doing podcast thank you so much for listening Uh, I hope you enjoyed that clip uh, from my conversation with Paul this evening. He wasn't feeling the greatest, so we just included this little titty bitty because we thought it was actually really funny and informative. And so uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this one. And I appreciate every single one of our new subscribers. Welcome all 755 of you to this channel. We appreciate you. We're growing this page. We need a thousand by the end of my birthday. I need a thousand subscribers on this channel. So if you haven't already share this video on YouTube, wadpod.com backslash YouTube, W-A-W-D-P-O-D.com backslash YouTube will get you there. Click the big red button, click the little bell notification. It helps click the thumbs up video. If you see it, Like, just like the videos, help us. Dude, it's free, dude. It's free. It takes two seconds. You're already watching it anyway, so just scroll down a little bit. Click, click, clack. It's done. We appreciate you every single one, every single time. Listen, 
Don't be like Francis. Get therapy first. If you're gonna, if you're thinking about murdering your partner or hiring teenagers to do it with baseball bats or putting sleeping pills in his coffee or like drugging him or doing something, if you're thinking about killing your husband, don't do it. Listen, go to therapy. Listen, go to betterhelp.com. They're not a sponsor of this podcast, but they should be. Okay. And that's all you need to do. And you can get a therapy session with them and you can talk to them and you can do, you know, like talk it out first. And then if you still don't like them, then consider the, you know, then consider the crime. If you go to therapy and you do all the stuff you're supposed to do and divorce just isn't cutting it, consider the crime, get the life insurance policy money, that's probably the benefit here. You know what I mean? Take a million dollar policy out and then go and. This is the What Are We Doing podcast.